0: Lord, I call upon thee, haste thee unto me, and consider my voice when I cry unto thee.
1: Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight, as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice.
0: Sit a watch, O Lord, before my mouth, and keep the door of my lips.
1: O let not mine heart be inclined to any evil thing. Let me not be occupied in ungodly works with the men that work wickedness, neither let me eat of such things as please them.
0: Let the righteousness rather smite me friendly and reprove me. Yea, let not my head refuse their precious balms.
1: As for the ungodly, I will pray yet against their wickedness.
0: Let their judges be overthrown in stony places, That they may hear my words, for they are sweet.
1: Our bones lie scattered before the pit, like as when one breaketh and heweth wood upon the earth.
0: But mine eyes look unto thee, O Lord God. In thee is my trust. O cast out, not out, my soul.
1: Keep me from the snare that they have laid for me, and from the traps of the wicked doers.
0: Let the ungodly fall into their own nets together, and let me ever escape them.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
0: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be,
2: world without end. Amen. BEGINNETH THE FOURTH CHAPTER OF GENESIS Now Adam knew Eve
0: his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain, and said, I have acquired a man from the Lord. Then she bore again, this time his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and of their fat, and the Lord respected Abel and his offering. But he did not respect Cain and his offering, and Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry, and why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door, and its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Now Cain talked with Abel his brother, and it came to pass, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, Where is Abel your brother? He said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. So now you are cursed from the earth, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you till the ground, it shall no longer yield its strength to you. A fugitive and a vagabond you shall be on the earth. And Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. And the Lord said to him, Therefore whoever kills Cain, Vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark on Cain, lest anyone finding him should kill him. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and born Enoch. And he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Erad, and Erad begot Mehuja, and Mehuja begot Methuselah, and Methusel begot Lamech. Then Lamech took for himself two wives. The name of one was Ada, and the name of the second was Zillah. And Ada bore Jabal, and he was the father of those who dwell in tents and have livestock. His brother's name was Jubal, and he was the father of all those who play the harp and the flute. And as for Zillah, she also bore Tubal-Cain, an instructor of every craftsman in bronze and iron. And the sister of Tubal-Cain was Naamah. Then Lamech said to his wife, Ada and Zillah hear my voice, wives of Lamech, listen to my speech, for I have killed a man for wounding me, even a young man for hurting me. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, then Lamech seventyfold. And Adam knew his wife again, and she bore a son and named him Seth, for God has appointed another seed for me instead of Abel, whom Cain killed. And as for Seth, to him also was a son born, and his name was Enosh. Then men began to call on the name of the Lord. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praise and exalted above all forever blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom praise and exalted above all forever blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven praise and exalted above all forever glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end Amen
2: Here
3: beginneth the 45th verse of the 6th chapter of the Gospel according to Mark.
2: Immediately he made
3: his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side to Beseda, where he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. Now when evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea and he was alone on the land. Then he saw them straining at rowing, for the wind was against them. Now about the fourth watch of the night he came to them, walking on the sea, and would have passed them by. And when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed it was a ghost, and cried out. For they saw him and were troubled. But immediately he talked with them and said to them, be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. Then he went into the boat to them, and the wind ceased, and they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond measure, and, mar- and marveled. For they had not understood about the loaves, because their heart was hardened. When they had crossed over, they came to the land of Jezreel, and anchored there. And when they came out of the boat immediately the people recognized him, ran through the whole surrounding region, and began to carry about on beds those who were sick to wherever they heard he was. Wherever he entered into a village, into villages, cities or the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces, and begged him that they might just touch the hem of his garment and as many as touched him were made, were made well. Here in the second lesson.
0: Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophet, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he swore to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day-spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O Lord, we beseech thee favorably to hear the prayers of thy people, that we who are justly punished for our offenses may be mercifully delivered by thy goodness for the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Savior, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost ever, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, who art, God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance, may be may be righteous
2: in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Again, themes. Um,
4: so there, first of all, some, some overarching themes that repeat, one from... Uh, <clears throat> from, from Genesis 3, the idea of sin leading to exile. We had in, in Genesis 3, of course, the original sin and and the exile from the garden, for which they could not return. Now we have the sin of, of Cain, who's now sort of exiled from the land. Um, we also have kind of the tension that arises between the farmer and the shepherd. And uh, throughout the Bible, shepherds are are preferred in the narratives. Uh, Begins here with Abel, but of course, uh, David is the famous shepherd, and of course, our Lord is the good shepherd. Um, But the the essence of the story, it's an offering story and a story of of sacrifice. Some have seen, you know, Christian commentators sometimes say, well, Abel offered the blood sacrifice and Cain just offered grain. But of course, that's somewhat reading into it because it's just he's a farmer, that's what he had to offer. But but there's clearly an impulse to come to offer to God. And somehow in the offering Cain does not do what he ought to do. He withholds. He doesn't maybe in our language or liturgy offer his 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 self, his soul, and his body, but he felt like, oh I gotta make an offering. It's kind of like I think sitting in church, oh yeah, here comes the plate. Let me throw something in. Not exactly the first and best, as it were. And what's interesting about the offering story here, um, and of course Abel offers uh, the first and best of his flock. He offers, as Hebrews says, in faith. But what's interesting about this offering story is that God gives Cain the opportunity to remedy it. So they, they make their offering, God accepts Abel, rejects Cain's offering, and Cain's angry, and, and God speaks to him. He says, what's, what's the matter? He says, if you go fix it, come back, you do well, you'll be accepted. And rather than, than recognize that his heart wasn't right and repent and come back, instead, he's angry at the rejection, and he goes and takes it out on, on his brother Abel. <clears throat> and this is, um, there's a lot of, important themes we can meditate on this chapter for a while but the first we get here is or or a theme we get is the presence of the righteous one irks the one who's done the wrong thing because the righteous behavior provides the evidence that the other one's doing the wrong which is why psychologically those who are doing the wrong want to attack those doing the right they want them out of the way they don't want the reminder that we aren't doing what we're supposed to do, and um, so so Cain has an opportunity to repent it, and, and he doesn't. And this kind of is our is our uh, human condition. And we should note here that the, that the murder that results from this, therefore, is a result of disordered worship. Cain does not connect himself, does not come back to God, does not offer God the, the sacrifice that makes him acceptable. So he, he exists in separation from God. And that also harms his relationship to his brother. And this <clears throat> lets us know that in the in the commandments, you shall love God with all your heart and soul and mind, and you love the neighbor as yourself. You can't do the second unless the first is fulfilled. And this is something I talked about a couple weeks ago in, in a Sunday sermon on justice. But God, justice requires that God get our first and best. And when we withhold justice, the whole creation is disordered. And that goes back to the first sin. <clears throat> the justice due God from Adam and Eve was faithful obedience for the gift of life. They did not give him that, and therefore they're separated from him. And now they're they get alienated horizontally, having been alienated vertically, and this is a very important thing for us to remember in our lives because our, we have a world that's busily trying to fix things horizontally while ignoring that 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 they are compl- that we, that the world lives in in alienation from God, and there's no way. The only way to reconcile things between people is first to be reconciled to the God who made us all. Out of love for God uh, in his image we're made comes love for neighbor. And we will find this in our own life just practically. it's, It's through our prayer, through our connection to God, and that experience of grace and love in that relationship that then love goes out horizontally to those who we we have to then forgive and love anyway, only once you've experienced our own acceptance as we are in spite of ourselves, can we begin to practice that agape towards others in the same way. And it's interesting in the story, it ends, you know, that we see a great contrast with uh, Christ because here... Um, Lamech, who, who who brags about his vengeance, if Cain is avenged sevenfold, me, I uh, Lamech will be avenged seventyfold. This this has an echo in the parable where Jesus, where Peter says, or or in the teaching where Peter uh, asks Jesus, how often shall my brother sin against me? I forgive him seven times, and and uh, Jesus says, I don't say seven times, but I say seventy times seven. So what Jesus does is as Lamech magnifies vengeance, Christ magnifies grace. And so out of that relationship of, of with God where we experience grace, we must then extravagantly do, uh, administer grace. And so grace overwhelms and conquers the, the, the desire to vengeance. And what, once we've been reconciled with God, so God is not taking vengeance on us for our sins, we've experienced that, that forgiveness and grace. Now we're agents to to go out and and give grace to others, and um, I suppose the only closing note in relation to the gospel, where Jesus walks on water, but he's he's just also among us as a human being. It shows he's the one who comes to fulfill this human vocation to offer God his life wholly as a as a man. And therefore, to be reconciled, for man to be reconciled with God, and therefore make it possible
2: for us to be reconciled with each other. So, a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with the prayer for all conditions of men. O God, the
0: creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them
2: especially those for whom we make our prayer. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this
0: life, but above all for thine inestimable estimable love and in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. It's great to be with you this morning. Have
2: a good Thursday. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Bye, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you.